0: Hey guys, this is Courtney from Lil's Bloom, and today we're going to talk about the 2023 forecast for all of the signs. So before we dive in, I highly recommend watching for both your rising and sun sign. Sometimes people ask, you know, why your rising sign? Um, And this is because it will determine the house placements. However, over the years, I've also been watching for my sun sign, and this has always been really relevant as well. So I highly recommend that. The other thing I will add is that this is not going to go over all of the details of 2023. That's going to be super overwhelming, take way too long. So today we're really just going to cover these larger kind of cycles and transits happening that will affect you on a soul level that will kind of direct where your life is going, but maybe not each and every specific event. That's more so what I'll be doing in the moon forecasts. If you guys are interested in learning about what all of the transits are, all of the transits that I would look at that are important for 2023, I created a whole notion template that you can purchase down below. And I've listed next to each and every transit. Kind of the energy of what you can expect. So, if you want to, for example, choose a really good time to go on a date or to launch something for your business, and you can't really afford to have a full-on reading with me, um, and you don't really know what the energies are going to be like coming up for your, for your planning for your months ahead, then I highly recommend checking that out. It took me a super long time to create. I went through hand by hand, day by day, on the calendar and also on my astrology app looking at the chart to see what the energy was that day, the major transits, and what we might feel. So I highly recommend taking advantage of that. I'm going to have it at a really, really reasonable price just so that everyone can get their hands on it and know what to expect. And I also included charts for every new and full moon so you can see all of the aspects themselves. And then you can also kind of follow along with me when I do my Weekly forecast with the new and full moons. You'll be able to pull up the chart beforehand, maybe make some predictions if you're learning astrology. And of course, if you want to learn astrology with me, I also have a course, Astrology 101, that I've been adding lots of content to. And it's just a very powerful way to learn about yourself, your purpose, and what's coming up for you in the year. So if you're interested in that and you like the way that I teach astrology or talk about astrology, definitely check that out down below. Um, Soon I'm going to be launching a kind of workshop webinar style video with you guys where we're going to cover some really important topics that will link back to the astrology course and that one will be totally free and very, very helpful. So stay tuned for that. Now let's go ahead and jump into all of the rising signs. All right, up next we have my beautiful Libras. So for you guys, this year is a big year i'm saying that for everyone (laughs) because this is a big year in astrology for everyone we have some major transitions happening this year and i just feel like we're having a lot of momentum and i will start off with that we will have the most momentum from january 22nd to april 21st because all planets will be moving direct so everyone as a unified experience will have all of their energy on board moving forward. This is a great time to start new things to really pick up momentum in general in your life and just move forward. So one of the biggest things that we are all experiencing is Pluto transitioning into the sign of Aquarius. So Pluto has been in the sign of Capricorn since 2008. So that's 15 years it's been in the sign of Capricorn and that for you has been in the fourth house so you guys have been going through this major transition around your home your ancestry your sense of belonging within your home so it's like where are my roots where am i meant to be in this world and that inner sense of security of maybe home is where the heart is so many of you if you are nomadic for example could have found your way into stability and peace in a in a specific place or you might have changed your relationship with where you live um, as a result of this planet so we've been just having a massive transition um, in that area of our life and now it's starting to move into the fifth house it is dipping into the fifth house for a few months from march 23rd to june 11th and then it will come back into the fourth and in 2024 in january for the next 20 years you'll have pluto in the fifth house so Pluto in the fifth house, and in Aquarius for you guys, is all about transforming our relationship with our creative essence. What were we born into this lifetime to create and bring out in the world? For some of us that's having children, and we're gonna be profoundly changed by having a child. For some of us that's a business, a hobby, sec- our sen- our own sensuality and sexuality, our voice or our art or whatever it is, or something about our innate talents, our innate gifts and our purpose that desires to go out into the world and kind of take on a life of its own right and we are responsible for birthing that so pluto in the fifth house is going to transform your relationship with this part of yourself so what does that process look like for you to bring part of yourself out into the world and ultimately hopefully leave some kind of lasting impact but that's more of a 10th house matter So that's the next 20-year journey for you guys starting in 2024, and we're getting a glimpse of that starting in March of 2023. The next big phase for you guys is Saturn moving into Pisces in your sixth house on March 7th. So Saturn has been in your fifth house, kind of asking you to get clear on those fifth house matters. So how can we get serious about creating our personal essence out in the world? And sometimes Saturn likes to do this by challenging us. So he makes us feel like we are sometimes inadequate or like we really have to kind of push and strive to express ourselves. And we have to work and put effort into deciphering our inner truth and our own autonomy in whatever area of life Saturn is moving. So there are many ways in which which you may have kind of latched onto other people's essences or ideas and ran with it in some respect. And with Saturn moving through your fifth house, it's now a wrapping up of that cycle. Um, And finally, in March, when it transitions into your sixth, you're then going to be focusing on another area of your life. So at that point, you will have discovered how you can decipher what is truly yours from maybe the noise. And you will have had to put in the work and have gone through certain challenges in order to discover what you are made of and what your gifts are really about. And then when Pluto goes into there, it's a whole 20-year journey that's much slower, but much more profound to kind of harness the power within those gifts and make more of a worldly impact with those gifts. When Saturn moves into the 6th on March 7th, you will transition into work mode. So this is going to be a little bit more about getting regimented. So now that we have your creative essence, now that we've deciphered what it is that makes you unique, how can we put this to the test? How can we create something in a diligent and disciplined way consistently over time so that people in the world can enjoy it? So that it can be of service to people. So it's not just all about me. It's now how do I make this the most important work of my life that will ultimately impact somebody else's in a really profound way. And so that is Saturn the Six. And he will challenge us to create discipline, structures, routines, level up, and think more and more about other people in our process of creation and giving. And Saturn the Six is sometimes not the most rewarding in terms of seeing your final results, but it is a very profound effect that will eventually lead to great, great rewards for you guys. And because of some other things I'm seeing in your chart, I do feel like you guys have some potential for rewards at this time as well, um, and especially with these cards. So don't worry too much about, you know, not having enough money. That's not necessarily what I'm saying, but Saturn Six does usually imply that we are kind of, putting in a lot of energy into something that we necessarily won't necessarily see the returns on right away these are for long-term results for long-term rewards so 2023 might not be the year that you necessarily hit it big but it is going to be a very profound year um in terms of one of those really strong foundational steps that will create that moment where you do hit it big and of course this will depend on your chart and all that um, but that's just kind of what i'm seeing so you guys also have jupiter in aries in your seventh house right now so this has been a really profound time for relationships understanding what is yours what is other people's maybe working with other people's collaborating people's (laughs) um and maybe you if you're in a partnership really growing a lot through these dynamics growing a lot through your connection and understanding with others meeting really core people that will have the potential to move you up in life a lot more than you have before and Jupiter will move out of the seventh house on May 16th and into your eighth and this is a profound time of really tackling any limiting beliefs and parts of yourself that have been kind of traumatic residue left over and if you watched Virgo and the sign before there is commonalities here because we have Jupiter moving out of the eighth and into the ninth, you guys have it moving into the eighth. So if you want to check that one out to get more details, but generally Jupiter in the eighth is a beautiful cleaning up process of parts of ourselves that have been left traumatized, insecure, uncertain, doubtful, and feeling almost like emotionally triggered. So it will be, um, it'll basically be a way in which we can pull out the weeds from the root and transform it into something that will create wisdom in your life that can make an impact on other people. So Jupiter moving through the eighth is a very, very beautiful transformative time where you can take all those shadows and turn them into light, turn them into very profound and beautiful and useful things for your life and other people's lives. So that's very exciting happening on May 16th and then for the rest of the year. And you guys currently have the North Node in Taurus in your eighth house and the South Node in Scorpio in your second house. So the North Node being in your eighth house is already kind of starting to do this work for you with that Jupiter will soon follow with. So this is where we start to feel like, you know, where have I put in this effort? Where have I already started to look at my limiting beliefs. And we often will encounter specific scenarios that can actually bring it up. So it can sometimes feel a little bit uncomfortable in the moment, but the North Node asks us to bravely discover this part of ourselves and push our limits beyond what we've done before. Jupiter and the North Node have very similar effects. And the North Node in particular can feel really scary. It can feel not scary in a bad way, but scary in a way of like, this is very, very outside my comfort zone. Jupiter is more inspirational and the North Node can be too, but it has a kind of intimidating effect. And so many of you guys may have found that you've already started this year on that journey. And with the South Node Scorpio in the second house, really kind of reevaluating your money, your finances, the way that you spend things, the way that you value things, um, and kind of assessing where you want to move forward. And if you want to still continue to manage your money that way or not. And usually there's a letting go of how you've done things with the South Node moving through a house. On July 12th, (laughs) the North and South node will move into um, the 7th and 1st house axis. So this is really profound. So the North node will be in your 7th house of relationships and the South node will be in your sign. The North node being in the 7th house is going to indicate a flourishing of connections. So the people in your life will become even more important this next year um, after July. So these are going to give you these kind of karmic and impactful relationships that will move you forward in your career in your life and your soul evolution so if there are any opportunities to work with somebody or work on the way that you relate to somebody this is going to be that year and with the south node in your sign this is kind of difficult because there are ways in which you have always operated that you need to let go of and because the north node is in the sign of aries we have and jupiter as well We have a very heavy focus on the individual and the individual's needs and how you can, because it's in your seventh house, how you can also attract people like that into your life that will help you pursue more of your individuality and not try as much to like be the middleman or always bring peace or always be so relationally focused. It's almost like a time to finally start like focusing more energy onto what it's like to be a lone wolf in some ways within relationships, within connections. And that's something that a Libra doesn't do. When when there is a relationship, it's about the we, and sometimes you can lose the I. And so those who have trouble with that will notice that the south node being in your sign can be a little bit harder because there's more that you might need to let go of in regards to yourself, your life, your perspective, especially around Libra qualities. And so I'll talk more about that when we actually talk about the node shifting. Um, so just kind of stay tuned for that, but just know that this is going to be a very, very impactful year when the South node does move through your sign. And sometimes it can be harder to feel like we're really growing because we're having to kind of check in with ourselves about what's working and what's not, and really let go of the things that aren't working and it's a year about a lot of shedding of that. Like this is not working, this is not working. And it it does help us grow significantly, but sometimes it feels like we're more shedding than growing, even though they're both happening. So just kind of keep that in mind. If you feel like, wow, I've had to like stop a lot of things this year or reassess a lot of things this year. That's just the nature of the game when the South node is in your sign. All right. And you guys also have had Mars moving to the sign of Gemini for a a large part of 2022 many many months and we're still going to experience moving through Mars moving through Gemini until March of 2023 so this is in your ninth house so many of you guys may have been really inspired when Mars is moving through here to learn new things or teach things in a different way and maybe find mentors as well or maybe more interested in travel things of that nature and because Mars went retrograde in this house there are things that we are kind of like re deciding about, like we're either going to recommit to this. We're going to do this or study this in a new way. We're going to teach this in a new way. Like there's something that wasn't working and we want some to find some way that does. And so you guys may find that until March of next year, you're still not going through that process of analyzing, but fully committing to what you've already analyzed because at the start of 2023, we'll finally have Mars moving direct. We are all experiencing Venus retrograde in the sign of leo from july twenty third to September fourth. This is happening in your eleventh house, so this is never a fun time to be honest. I don't really like Venus retrogrades, and because this is happening in your eleventh house, oh. Bleh. <laughs> It's like, especially about relationships. So you guys might find that you really start to take stock of your relationships, especially your friendships. Like, do I like this person? Do I want to be friends with this person? Um, Am I networking in the way that I like? Do I want to put myself out there in a different way? And it's like, it's not necessarily the best time of the year, but it's a very, very, very important time because during this phase, while things might seem a little bit less glimmery and less beautiful, we are making these really important changes to our value systems. And because this is in the area of relationships, it means that you're going to start attracting people who are much more aligned with your nature, people who are going to help you move forward in life. The 11th house is a house of benefactors. So this alignment of val- realignment of values is going to help direct and push your life forward in a much faster way, actually. So in many ways, while the retrograde can be uncomfortable because we have to face certain truths, It's preventing us from having certain failures, downfalls or hardships later on because of the work that we're doing up front. Okay. Um, the last thing I'll note before we move on to the cards are four eclipses. So we're having a April 20th solar eclipse in Aries, which is in your seventh house. Many of you might find new relationships at this time, new people who impact you or significant changes in your existing relationships. On May 5th, we have a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in the second house. Not the best time for finances. Um, It can go both ways. Sometimes lunar eclipses, because it's with the south node especially, can be about letting things go. And being in the second house, it's like, are you going to lose money? I don't know. But sometimes um, it's also about like karmic retribution. So the south node is like things that we've already put a lot of energy into coming back around to give us something for our time and our effort and being in the south node and being at the south Node in scorpio this is largely psychological and emotional so how i'm really interpreting this is that whatever has been holding you back from achieving true financial prosperity will become very obvious at that time on May 5th and will be something that you are finally ready to fully shed and that will give way for the success that I think you'll have more later on and again not that you won't have success up until now um, but just that this is a largely internal year in some ways hardworking year and so I think that your greatest success will be later even though you'll have some now of course. October 14th, we have a solar eclipse in Libra. So this is probably when you'll start to see more of that success coming about or more clarity around where your life is going, how to bring about that success, because this is an eclipse in your first house. This is really significant. Um, And so you'll start to discover what isn't working and what is. Let's go all in on what is and Hopefully you'll see those things fully pay off for you. October 28th, lunar eclipse and Taurus in the eighth house. This is like the ultimate shedding, especially with Taurus being the sign here. It's the ultimate shedding of the things that have really been like you've been holding on to as a security blanket. Even though this is the north node, it's like it's being in the eighth house. There is something about this where You've been staying within your comfort zone a little bit too much. And I feel like this eclipse will help you move emotionally to a new set point and a new comfort zone. So you're almost like getting rid of that security blanket and fully diving into life in a brand new way. But at the same time, still within a comfort zone, but a higher level with more risk, more reward. Okay, let's talk about your cards. So I asked Spirit, how are my Libras starting off this year and how are they ending this year? And you're one of the groups that had so many cards to start off this year. You got the peacock, the sea serpent, and the elephant. So I feel like many of you guys, um, if you have a business or... If you have been working on your physical appearance, I feel like you guys are becoming more noticeable with the peacock. You're becoming somebody that stands out from the crowd, that people look at, that people are interested in, that they're like, What is what are my Libras doing? You know, like they look good. They've been working on their body, their business is doing well. Well, you know, what's happening here? So I feel like many of you guys are going through a glow up or visibility or becoming more noticeable to the public. And with the with the sea serpent card and the elephant card, you guys are moving past karmic cycles and having brand new awakenings where you're removing old obstacles from your life with this elephant card that have been really persistent. So these are things that you're finally able to move past that feel like you've been living in a cycle with them for a long, long time. Um, And I did pull the nine of swords and eight of swords so you and virgo have kind of similar qualities here um these cards are a lot about our anxiety holding us back and our just feeling like we aren't good enough or we don't have what it takes or limiting beliefs and so this elephant card and the sea serpent card is a transmutation of that energy and finally jumping past these internal limitations to become more confident with this queen of wands and with the nine of pentacles to become more independent and especially financially independent this is feeling like you can take care of yourself like you have a plan for the future you know how you want to move forward and you got that bag so i think in many ways you guys are becoming very much like stable internally. Um, I pulled the productivity card with this pumpkin and that's so Saturn in the sixth house, which you're gonna be experiencing starting March 7th. So I don't know if you can see that well, but I feel like you guys are gonna learn how to become extra, extra productive, which will help you achieve more financial wealth, more self-confidence, a greater sense of leadership, creativity, working in your own essence, in your own abundance, feeling like you can manifest and inspire people. That's all the queen of wands. Um, I also pulled the devil card and I asked for clarification. What is this devil? What are you, what are these old thought patterns? What are you stuck in? What old habits are being removed this year? And I got the strength card the world card and the five of wands the strength in the world are reverse and five of wands were upright just intuitively the strength in the world being reversed i feel almost like there was something here where you're struggling and just kind of like waiting for things to change um you're like waiting for the universe to come save you for things to get better and it just felt like almost like an uphill battle and you were wanting things to just improve, but there's something about your mindset that was maybe a little bit stuck or limited actually. Um, Maybe you were just trying to do things the same way. Maybe you weren't actually willing to make certain changes or weren't looking at things in the right way. And I'm actually perceiving this five of wands as a good thing because I feel like my Libras are not necessarily the most assertive individuals. Um, You know, Libras, it depends on the rest of your chart, but Libras have a tendency They're ruled by venus to be a little bit more harmonious a little bit more passive um of course you guys are a cardinal sign so there are elements to you where you are definitely change makers and um you know there are really big things that you shift a lot as well but there's something that's not as aggressive about you because you're the opposite of aries right aries is about taking bold initiative being courageous and going after something in libra can sometimes be a little bit more like attracting things rather than pursuing things. And that what I'm getting with this five of wands is that I actually feel like the releasing of this devil or this old habit is like, I'm not waiting for things to happen anymore. I'm gathering my army and all of my men behind me and we're gonna go after this thing hardcore so it feels like this transformation of kind of waiting and waiting and doing the same things to i'm ready to have all hands on deck move forward hundred percent and um and just with the productivity card as well and Saturn in the six work really really hard to achieve this thing that i want in a new way and take things into my own hands and with this dragonfly card this is how you're going to end the year so the dragonfly to me is very adaptable very quick moving it understands it has a lot of clarity around its direction so um, i feel like you guys are going to be almost like light on your feet in a way willing to make certain changes that you need to make willing to adapt in certain ways um and again continue to go after what you want 110 so that's what i'm seeing for you libra if you guys want the notion template with all of the transits for this year along with the energy breakdown then definitely check that out in the description box down below and as always, if you want to learn astrology from me or get a reading from me, check out my course and my readings down below. Um, I am updating my course with even more information to make sure that you guys learn the most that you can, step-by-step process, exactly how I do my readings. So it's, it's honestly um, super worth the price. So I hope to see you guys there. Bye.